With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Art of Dream Teaching. I am Brandon Hauser, the Dream Teacher, you could say, <laughs> and I'll be talking with you today. And taking calls if we do feel that it is appropriate. Um, I take the show by, you know, just following my uh, own intuition, following spirit, and seeing where it uh, takes all of us. So I just wanted to touch on some things here in the beginning. Let's see. There's a lot of interesting energies happening now. I noticed. There was a huge trend going on uh, lately. It was like this past, last week, everyone, everyone is going through some kind of big changes. Everybody is feeling this kind of energy of just changing their life. And I feel like it was uh, when the moon was in Aries and everyone was really just feeling intensely and wanting to make some revolutionary changes. I think it also has to do with Uranus. Um, Uranus is in Aries as well. So it was like double whammy. Everybody, you know, really wanting to change their lives and open up, become more universal. I feel like it would be a good term. So within all these changes, of course, I was not excluded from this intense energy. And, And I... I was going through a really interesting change myself. And it was was before I noticed that everybody was wanting to make changes. But really, I was making them instead of just that perpetual state of wanting. You know, I was literally making them. And, oh, it was not easy. I was getting angry and just, you know, not confident in myself. And I was like, on the inside... It felt like I was kicking and screaming like a little child. But on the outside, it was just, you know, it was manly. I knew I had to do this. I mean, you know, grow up and, you know, bite the bullet. And I feel like that's what, you know, real adults do. They know how to bite the bullet. They know how to, you know, grind their teeth or whatever, you know, push through whatever they need to do to get to where they are. And my biggest thing was, you know, I didn't really have a place that I wanted to be. I didn't have any particular goals or anything set in motion. And, you know, when you don't have anything like that, you don't have anything to work towards. You know, you can do all the motions of, you know, staying alive and surviving. But, you know, if you have nothing that you're working towards, then what really is the point? Yeah, that's why religion is around all this other stuff, you know, to work towards your afterlife. But why would you want to work towards afterlife? That's far as something I never got. I mean, I think I get it, you know, the sense that, you know, ancient, like Egyptians and other people, you know, 
know, wanted to make their their lives better after they had died. I don't know if they felt that they couldn't have a good life living here on Earth or or what the deal was. But I feel like it's a very outdated and old way of thinking, you know, just living for your afterlife. I believe that, you know, everything that we can, can experience in the afterlife are things that we can also experience here. I think we're just starting to figure that out. Um, more so, you know, as time goes on, I think it's going to evolve and develop even further than we thought possible. And, you know, especially with the whole quote-unquote end of the world coming and end of days, it's like we're going to be forced to really, you know, live our lives as if we were dying. And, you know, kind of subconsciously, you know, if we, I mean, nobody really knows when the world is going to end. But we know it's not going to end now. I mean, we know that, but do we? So it's a half-and-half half kind of state where we'll, you know, be living our lives. You know, this could happen, and I'm not going to believe in 2012 until I see it happen for myself. Or, you know, that's crazy that people have thought about, you know, prophesized that the world will end then. And I wonder what really is going to happen, but really this just, allows you to take a moment to reflect upon your life, to reflect on what you've been doing, to reflect on, you know, how and who you've been around with, how you've interacted with them, you know, what decisions you are making for your life. You know, I wish, I wish, and I think maybe I'm going to start this myself being the dream teacher and all, but I wish that there was a class that taught you how to make proper decisions according to your own life. So, you know, what I'm envisioning here is like having um, an astrological natal chart, you know, printed off for you and, you know, taken, you hang on to it. And and there's a teacher that shows you uh, an, an astrology teacher specifically, but more attuned to universal principles that can show you, you know, where making decisions is good for you. Because I feel like decisions are a key. Like, literally and metaphorically, they are a key, you know, to creating your own life. Whatever you choose to do, whatever you act on, you know, of course we have free will, but I wonder how free it really is because sometimes I feel a name drives subconsciously or primally that's come through my body, and I'm like, whoa, hey, hang on, I didn't, I didn't really control that, and it just came out, <laughs> but I wonder if, you know, having somebody teach people like that, teaching them how to make decisions, you know, will offer them keys to open many, many, many doors. For example, uh, ever since I learned about human design, I don't know if any of you have. And if you ever wanted to run your chart, you could just give me a call and we'll run it for you and talk about some major stuff. In no way am I a human design expert. But, you know, I know I know pretty well what the gist of each type of personality is, and that's what this, uh, it is about, is there's like four or five different types of personality types. And me specifically, I am a projector. I'm here to guide others and guide their energies. 
mm, let's see, there's like 70% of people are generators. So there's a lot of generators out there, you know, just making energy and putting energy out there and giving it off, giving it off, giving it off. And they don't know what to do with it. That's what the projectors, you know, are here for is to help give them guidance, show them where the energy is going to be best manifested and where it's going to, you know, do them good, et cetera. And the projector, in turn, receives, you know, their purpose. They they receive acceptance and feeling and importance and all that fun stuff. Uh, from guiding and telling others what to do or how to do it or where they should be going. And sometimes it's not even that. It's not even as simple as that. Uh, It's even more simple, I think. Sometimes just interacting with somebody, being a projector, interacting with somebody that has all that energy, you know, it's on an energetic level. Once you see into them, as projectors often do, they know how to see people right into their core. And once projectors do that, they sometimes, you know, energetically can just shift the generator into that direction that they're going. I think that's a really good generator. I think that's a generator that's in their own power. I'm sorry. That's a good projector. They can do that if they can shift the generator's energy like that, you know, without having to tell them, oh, well, you need to do this and you need to do that and blah, blah, blah. That's how I work, too. Um, When I take my clients, I really try to focus on an energetic level. Like, I, there's so many things that we can say, you know, physically typing or, or talking on the phone, but really there's a lot of energy being put and wrapped around you. You know, each little thing that I do, um, a lot of times when a client really needs help, I'll take them through like a meditation or visualization. But really what that's doing is I'm, giving their conscious mind something to focus on while I work with them subconsciously, energetically. And I literally, you know, work on that whole level. And sometimes I don't even, you know, I can't even become consciously aware of it because it just happens, one, fast, rapidly, and happens, you know, out of just pure compassion for other people. And... You know, it's not necessarily important for me to remember what's going on. What's really important is what the client gets out of the situation and if their energies truly do shift. That's what I strive for with each and every one of my clients. You know, I try to get their energy to shift because that's all that ever, you know, that's all that problems ever arise from. It's just the wrong energy is put in the, the or, you know, the right energy is just put in the wrong place, in the wrong place. And, you know, that's that's why you call a psychic or an astrologer or a medium or a tarot reader, et cetera. You know, they're just reading intangible energies. They're not, they're not picking up on anything that you wouldn't know. But it's just that you just choose not to listen to those kind of energies. And that's why, you know, psychics have their have their work because there's many, many, many people that choose not to listen to those energies. Everything that you need to know ever is right within inside of you, right within your soul, your field of knowing, your aura, you know, whatever you want to refer to it as, your spirit, it's right inside of you. Everything that you need to know is right there. It's just how long can you stand to listen? You know, we are also here to experience life, you know, and I totally get that. And I've been in the same position. I've called numerous amounts of psychics. 
to be, you know, to get validation and affirmation because I really just was so blind to who I was and myself. But, you know, it doesn't matter if I do have that sort of an aspect, astrologically speaking. It's just that I find, you know, we all come to know ourselves in different ways, very different ways. Um, but ultimately, you know, we arrive to the same conclusion that we are not separate and uh, we all have our own individual expression, though. So, let's see. That being said, um, I also want to bring up one more point, and that would be the fact um, with all, you know, these big changes going on uh, with people and how everything is just altering in their lives, I wanted to bring up one uh, interesting aspect. Uh, since last week I had some uh, interesting clients. A lot of my clients, you know, they are all, they all fall around the same category, what, you know, relates to one person and relates exactly to another. Or, you know, everybody's going through this energy at the same time, so then they go to the one person and, you know, it helps to align them, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I had a very interesting client the other day, and it totally, you know, just took me back as I had to reevaluate what was going on. And, you know, it was a very intense, intense connection. And, you know, I told I told this person, I said, you know, I see this and I see that, and, you know, I have, I, I see this clearly. And and she kept asking, you know, all these different crazy questions. And, you know, I just felt that they were so unneeded. They were so unneeded. She kept asking all these things that were just irrelevant. And she kept going on and on and on and on. And, you know, I connected immediately with what she did with her job and her work. I literally said the exact thing that she did. And I I could see exactly what she was going to do. You know, she was, like, losing or quitting her job or whatever. And I told her exactly, you know, what I thought, and I hit it right on the head. I even hit right on the head where she was from and everything. It was a really, in my eyes, it was a great reading. And then she turned around and, you know, gave me all this terrible feedback saying, oh, well, you know, you're lecturing me on this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was really upset, and I took it to heart because I literally... Like, I strive to do the best that I possibly can with every single one of my readings. And it really irked me that she just didn't feel that she was satisfied, so I sent her all of email and all this other stuff. But it turns out, you know, she was just, she needed to learn a hard lesson. And that brings me to my point is, you know, where is the line that you draw when people, you know, aren't particularly a good person and they need to learn something a bit in a hard lesson type of manner? You know, is that something that the psychic takes on or do they refer to, you know, a psychologist or somebody, you know, to assist them with that kind of deep undertaking? You know, where is it online? I understand that, you know, you want to call a psychic to receive insights on things that you want to hear. But more and more, it's becoming obvious that 
you know, psychic communication understanding is real. And it really describes, you know, who you are and what's going on and just your energy. And why not use it to your utmost advantage? And what I'm speaking of is, you know, being able to overcome and take on these hard, you know, life challenges or uh, these things that we just really must accept or uh, come over, or again, you know, that we're just challenged by. Why not use the psychic to that advantage? I mean, yeah, we all have to go through things that we don't want to, or hear things that we don't want to hear. And I feel like a psychic could be a good avenue for that, just because they're open, and, you know, if you're if you're paying them, you know, they can give you the, the crap or the negative aspect, if you will. But really, it's all not negative. It's all relative to your perspective. And, you know, there's nothing that's ever good or bad. Just thinking makes it so. It's very, very true. So, uh, for those of you that do receive a reading from me, I will always, can always assure you that it's going to be truthful 100%, whether you want to hear it or not. And I assume that, you know, when you speak with me and open up the communication with me that you want to hear it. So, you know, take that as a disclaimer and uh, a frame of thought to keep in mind as you receive readings from me, et cetera, et cetera. So if you did want to um, find me and uh, book a session with me or just contact me and chat with me, I do have like a psychic chat and a phone line. You can reach me on it's keen.com backslash the green teacher. Um, except if you put all that in, it's not going to work. So just follow the links all on my page <laughs> and you will be fine. But um, it is the dream teacher TDT. And, like, when I paste it, it does this really weird percent thing. And it looks like spaces in the address bar, but it's really not. They're just a weird percentile. It's just the value. I don't know. I don't understand that part of web web working. And it's ironic because I'm in school for web design, too. So many, many, many things on my plate. Lots going on. So we're going to jump to our callers here. Um... If you wanted to speak, you know, uh, just let me know. Uh, if not, just tell me that, you know, you're just listening on the air. So I'm going to bring on caller 908. May I have your name, please? Oh, hi, Brendan. This is Carolyn. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Yes, oh, no I want to speak to you. I love to speak to you. <laughs> you're very Excellent. wonderful. Aww, you're very you positive. Oh, thank oh. you. You have the sweetest energy. I really like it. I mean, I feel I feel that you're wrapped up in something right now. Like, you've got, I see all these coils of things around you right now, and you're in the center, and you're just trying to, you know, climb your way up. That's what I keep seeing. Yes, like and that's why I'm calling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what is going on? What's wrapped around well, you right now? Why are you restrained? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I have this feeling that something beautiful and wonderful is about to happen, right? And mm-hmm. I've had this since, well, last month, since this last solstice that we had. 
And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, many beautiful things have happened since then. But I feel like um, my writing skills, that's one, is important. Mm-hmm. I, I know that's my mission is to write books, uh, spiritual books, and also regarding our galactic family. I know they're all coming. Is there something, uh, a block? What is it? I know maybe I know I had this thing before of not being why me you know I always want to be a star right <laughs> I know mm-hmm. I know I'm the star but deep down inside when a long time ago I thought I was an um, even I used to work on Wall Street and I thought that I was an actress and you know I wasn't for real nobody's taking me real and you know I didn't believe in myself in other words. But all of that, I've worked on it. I've went through a lot of stuff. I worked on it, and now is there like something little left over? <laughs> Why? Um, everything's dormant. I have to tell you, there's so many, mm-hmm. so many. Absolutely. Dreams. All right, I can see it here. Let me, let me, let me go on this train. I have to get this out. So I keep seeing, you know, you you have this blooming metaphor about your whole energy, and what I see is. This is how I see you working and dealing with this whole thing. Uh, yes, you totally feel your connection with spirit, and you are absolutely supposed to be manifesting, you know, this new conscious awareness of spirit with other people, you know, on this yeah. earth at the time. You're totally supposed to be doing that. But I see, what I see is that easily, you know, you can become lost personally, because you can't forget, you know, although you do work for spirit, you can't forget that you're also here to express and feel and live a whole individual life. You know, that's also a part of your purpose. And how I see it is that, um, you know, I mentioned that you are wrapped around and there's things coiling around you. And as I see this, I see you in the very center of it. And it almost, it looks like I keep being reminded of, like, this flower or something, but it's not a flower because, like, these coils extend out. And that's the only comparison to a flower is that these coils, these petals, these leaves, they extend out. And this is what people, this is where the color comes into your life. This is where other people come to you and interact with you. And this is where you get your affirmations and confirmation, validation, all those things. You get all of that yeah. refolded back to you and into your centered self. And here, when you're in your centered self, oh my goodness, this is, I keep seeing yellow for some reason, but you can make it any color you want to. But I think yellow is really strong right now because it it improves and heightens uh, inner determination and inner strength yeah. and willpower, etc. I'm and wearing yellow, and I love yellow, the sun color. <laughs> you're wearing yellow right now? Yes. Oh, excellent. Oh, so good today. <laughs> I keep seeing it though and I see that you know you are just so good in your own individual expression and you should never ever have a question of doubt and you know I feel like once you just you accept fully you know your responsibility and who you are and what you do then your work is just going to unfold again like beautiful petals and they're just going to extend out and all the people that need to see them will see them but you know it'll all be diverted back to you, the center. You understand? Yes. I'm going to be working on that because everything, like my books, I know, kind of, you know, it's like boxes. It's like a gift box, right? They're all lined okay. up. 
and they're all wrapped, and Christmas has come and gone, and I didn't unwrap the gifts yet. That's how I feel about my books that are going to be written. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to unwrap, go in there and unwrap them. And, you know, I have sat down. I have to tell you, even yesterday I sat down. I started a book, one book already, and I started reading it, and I just, like, walked away because somebody told me that if it's not meant for you to write that book yet, you know, it's not the right time or mm-hmm. moment, walk away from Who it. Who told you that? A person? Or a spirit? Yeah, a spiritual. Well, no, not a spirit. Um, kind of like somebody spiritual like you saying if the book is not meant to, if there's something written or if there's something there and I could change, tweaked it a little, and I felt like, okay, I'm so blank. There's nothing, nothing's coming out. So I kind of just put it aside. That was yesterday again. Right. And I also stayed away two months because they told me, Spirit told me to stay away for three months. Not quite three months yet. Uh, uh, for me to go on vacation. I no, I don't feel that. And I don't think you oh, should ever you. listen to anybody that tells you oh, not my. to write. That's just God. ridiculous. I can feel oh, it. That's God. You don't really asinine. It's not even real. And you know what? To write a book, I'm in the process of doing it myself. And really, you just have to grin and bear it. You know, you know everything that you need to express. It's in your soul. And it's just a matter of tapping into that and finding the willpower, the strength, you know, and the confidence. Really, it's a, it's a confident thing that you can sit there and just write and write and write. And, you know, once you do, I know you know the feeling. Once you fall into that train yeah. of just writing, it just flows yeah. effortlessly. The only hard part is just, getting, you know, over that first block. And I feel for you, trust me, I know. But really, you just got to be confident in what you're writing about. That's it. Don't listen to anybody telling you, wait three months, you know, because then you're going to see a pyramid upside down in the shape of well, Jesus' even told me to go away and blah, blah, blah. And Don't yeah, to, to go away and to Europe. Yeah, with what money? Go away to Europe and no. among the rich no. people. And I'm thinking, I don't know what fantasy yet. I mean, it'll be in the future. <laughs> You'll be, after I write the book and I tour with my book, yes, I'll go to France because that's where I want to go anyway. But right. And, you know, if you're writing a spiritual book, spirit will yes. guide you to where it needs exactly. to be given, you know? Okay. I needed that clarity so much. Oh, Brendan, <laughs> I really did. You hit it right on the thing because I know it's inside of me. I want to do it. I'm so I'm so proud of myself because I used you to be a banker. Be. I you see a banker, be. and you I was You should be proud. proud just knowing that you need to write a book. That's just a, yes. that's a hard realization in the first I'm place. I'm walking. I'm walking every day thinking, wow, I'm gifted. I'm blessed. And there's many other things. I'm gifted. I'm blessed. I know everything. I, and I thank God for everything I see in, with my eyes. And I well, I can everything. see exactly right now why you're, you're getting writer's block. You have to remember to remain humble. One you're not the only human on this earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. yes, there aren't many that are as aware and open as you are, and that is the gift. You know, <laughs> you specifically aren't, you know, the gift. You need to remain humble because when you when you think of it that way, then your stuff starts to deteriorate and you get into that fake, you know, celebrity status of, you know, being spiritually aware. And you really want to avoid that because being connected with spirit and being aware is a humbling experience and humiliating in a sense you know if you go out there and you say right in the middle of public square and say hey everybody i've been talking to dead people i'm psychic and this and that you know 
you're going to be humiliated because people are just going to believe that you're crazy. And you just have to remember to remain humble and grateful for your connection and your awareness. Right. Not yourself, but your connection. Oh, I, we yeah, all I, can I, that's exactly it. And maybe I miss, maybe I said the wrong thing. Just, I, just I do, remember that. I, do. I am a very humble person, and I'm, I love what has happened to my second phase of my life because the first phase was uh, very robotic. You know, and I mm-hmm. didn't have time for spirituality um, because uh, it's just like the world was so fast in New York City that you really don't have time for yourself ever. So oh, yeah. I'm so happy I put that aside and I, I'm finding out who I truly am and what I came here for and I love it, love it, love it. Because, um, <laughs> Me too. It's I'm a very happy. <laughs> Thank you. Brendan, you're so very fun. beautiful, very positive, young gentleman you are. I thank you. You know, you're, you have wisdom. So, oh, well, you are very it, welcome. Hey, no, thank you for truth. recognizing and standing in your own individual expression. That's what we're here to do, and I respect that. But, hey, I only got a couple of seconds left thank here, you. and I got one other person on the line. So um, uh, I'm not sure when the show will be on, but tune in. I'd love to hear from you again. Oh, you will. <laughs> All right. You, Brandon. Take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. Okie Um, We got a couple of seconds, like two minutes left, uh, but the show does go into archives. So if you are listening, be sure to call in to hear the rest of the show, number 347-996-5678. Uh, if you missed your chance to talk with me, you can find me on keen.com. Just follow all the links everywhere, and you're good to go. All right. So I'm going to bring on area code... Four eight four, and uh, just keep in mind that uh, we're about to go off the air, but we'll stay a little bit into the archives a couple minutes after. Okay, so four eight four, you are on the air. Can I have your name, please? Hi, yes, my name is uh, Tony. Thanks for taking my call. This is the first Hi, time Tony. I found your show. Oh, excellent! All right, by the way, don't even say anything. I'm just going to connect right to your energy. Um, first of all, I feel you are. Nice and fiery. You're active. You like you like to go do things. I mean, I would assume you might be a fire sign, but you could have a couple aspects from there, astrologically. Um, what else? I feel like this. It's not so much like a fire. It's like a lava because you're smooth. You've got this smooth, very uh, not suave, but there's like this word that starts with the C. I can't think of it. You've got this demeanor to you where you can just glide in and take care of business and, you know, really fire some people up and then fly back out like you never were in the place. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I keep feeling that. I don't know. It's so weird. But it's like red. I feel red colors, intense energy. feels nice and welcoming. It's more like a warming more than like a heating up firing kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Does that connect with you? Does that am I totally off here? No, that does connect with me. Now, right. am I able to ask you a question or? Yes, I just wanted to connect with you just so that okay, you and I sure. both know that we're here in the energetic space. You know. Right. So go ahead with your question. Um, <laughs> my question is regarding about a man, Jason. Um. I want to know what the deal is with him because back in January I had a dream. And most likely my dreams come true. I usually have premonition dreams. And mm-hmm. the dream consisted of his ex-girlfriend 
who he's living mm-hmm. with right now. They have two kids together, but they're not married. Okay. They're not even getting along. It's a very toxic. Right. Okay, wait, stop, stop, stop. Hang on. Don't tell me too much information or I can't read it. <laughs> okay. okay. I definitely, um, okay, where I see him, I see him, like, standing there, and he's, like, almost ready to fight. He's in this barren, like, wasteland. There's nothing around him. It's all foggy. It's all not clear. And he's standing there, and he's got two weapons in his hand, and he's, like, ready to fight, but there's nothing around him that needs to be fought. Okay? Okay. So what this is showing me is that he is in this state of defense, right? He's in a state of survival, and he needs to, he's working his way through what he needs to go through. And I feel like, let's see, there is an ultimate goal. There is an ultimate light that he has. And I feel like he, now obviously, you know, you're really wondering if he's going to be into your life, right? If he's going to move in with you and Well, that's that's what the dream consisted of, and actually, um, she confronted me a couple weeks ago, and she says, well, if he comes running to you one more time, you better be prepared to keep him. (laughs) So, do you Uh, feel like his stuff is going to get thrown here? uh, Yeah, I feel like like that's entirely possible, because I feel like, in a lot of respects, he really doesn't know what he's doing and what's going on. And, you know, he likes to be taken care of, I feel like. And I feel oh, like you, yeah, you yeah, like he, to do he, that, you know. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he has some issues there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's okay, though. You know, he's good at other things. But right now he just kind of looks like, he just looks dumbfounded. I keep seeing this image of him just standing in this whole like, you can't see anything. It's dark and it's foggy. And I feel like that yeah. fully describes who he is. You know what I mean? He's in a foggy state of mind. He's standing there and he doesn't know where to go. You know, he's got, like, his fists, like, he's ready to go, but there's nobody around to fight him. So it's like he doesn't know when to do things. He knows what to do. He just doesn't know when to apply them and how to do them exactly. So right. in turn, that's why he seems like he can't really fend for himself, why he can't take care of himself is because he's just confused. And he probably will get forced out, you know, away from his ex-girlfriend or whatever. She's probably going to be like, all right, enough is enough. Because I, as soon as you said that, I felt her energy. And she feels so real and raw. And <laughs> she is intense. And it made me chuckle because, you know, it's good to see people still sticking up for themselves, regardless of the situation, you know, whether she's being nasty. I feel like you two haven't had, like, a terrible you know, like aggressively angry relationship. It's just, you know, you're on opposite ends of the ends of the boyfriend. You know what I mean? Right. And they got two kids together and she just um you know, pulled me aside the one day and I haven't seen him in two months and mm-hmm. she just she just says, Well, he's being mean to me, he's telling me I'm in the way, he's telling me that I said, Listen, I don't know what to tell you because he has not been around me for over two months, so mm. Right, so she needs to step off because it's not has nothing to do with you. Yeah, right, and I guess she feels like it does have something to do with me when, in fact, it doesn't. And I think well, it will. That's what's really being read into here. And do you do you know a time on. frame of when you see her dumping his stuff, or is he just going to pack up and leave? Um. Either way, I think it's irrelevant of how it's going to. Happen. Well, no, not necessarily. I feel like 
I feel like more so it's going to be him, her dumping him off and be like, all right, enough is enough, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if you're, obviously you can avoid that, you know, if you don't talk to him. And, uh, but I think he's still just going to mess up something or whatever and she's going to be like, I need to get out of here and you need to go and blah, blah, blah. And you are going to be there to, you know, pick him up when he falls. And it's really good. People really need that. That's important. And time frame. Ooh, let's see. I feel like if it's not going to happen immediately, like immediately within the remainder of this month, it'll happen like later during like the winter time. That's what oh. I feel. Okay, you know, winter time. Yeah. If it's because it, <laughs> regardless, it feels terribly inconvenient when it happens. And I feel like, you know, in the winter time, that is a very inconvenient time. Nothing is convenient in winter. And it's just, or that's why I said immediately, you know, because when things happen abruptly and instantly like that, that's never convenient either. And I feel like right. it's going to be at an inconvenient moment, you know, for you. You're going to have to put things down and step aside and be like, okay, i got to do this and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, be in this whole next step, in this next phase of your life to take care of this. <laughs> so right. I think it's going to be good for both of you, though. I think it'll be a really good growing opportunity. And do you have children of your own? I do. I have a 12-year-old daughter, but it's not his child. Right. Yeah, I didn't think so. And does she know him and have a good yes. have a relationship? Yes, because I've known him off and on for 11 years now. Okay. Oh, wow. So she definitely knows who he is. <laughs> Okay. I don't know why. It's just, I don't know why I asked that. I felt like it was important to connect with do you knowing feel like that you once have children. Do you feel like once he moves in here, will I have any kids from him? Um, I feel like, I feel like there is a one possibility. There's one chance. Like, immediately I just see, like, a, like a soul floating around that whole energy. And like when you when you dive into the medium part of things, it's like you can see, you know, if there is a child waiting or if there was a miscarriage or anything like that, because those souls hang around the people that they're that they're associated with. And I feel like there is one. I keep feeling like it's a little girl, but I mean, don't quote me on this. Cause there's a lot of other variables that can happen, you know. But as of the energy right now, I feel like that is possible. Yes. But it's okay. not, it's going to be so, you know, it's going to take on this whole, the way that he's coming in, it's going to be um, surprising. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with an I-N. In, 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 I don't know. It's just going to be, like, surprise. And out of the blue, you know, randomly, and that's the whole context that your relationship is going to take. And I don't know how you feel about surprises. I feel like they're okay with you um, to a certain extent. You know, you like to know where things are going, but you're okay with having that uh, random thing to keep life surprising and uh, intriguing, et cetera, et cetera. So do you, feel like, do you feel like once he moves in and if I have a child with him, is he going to stay with me? Mm, well, that's a big weighted question. Hmm, how to answer this? so hard to tell people things like this. Um, yes, 
he will stay with you. Uh, will he talk to other people? I think that's entirely possible as well. Uh, especially talking with his ex right now, uh, baby mama. I feel like that's really possible too. And I feel like you'll have a whole bunch of back and forth with that. And that's totally up to you if you want to deal with it. Totally your choice, your decision. But uh, I, I do feel in talking to a whole bunch, or not a whole bunch of other people, but just spreading his energy out there when it should be in one place. So I know what it feels like when somebody is focused on one thing, and I know what it feels like when people don't know how to focus and they can't control themselves. He doesn't have self-control, and if you can help him to come to realize that and help him come to understand what it means to control yourself and your desires and your urges, then you won't have to worry about that as much. Like I said, that's why there's so many different variables and so many different things. If you help him to come to a place like where you are, then you have a, a better fighting chance. But again, it's up to you if you want to put all your energy into it. You know, it's not his decision, it's all yours. Because you're the one who knows. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, the thing is, I don't want to be raising another child all by myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel it. Well, I don't think. Whew. I mean, there's so many children in the in the whole picture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially for him. Especially for him. I mean, he's got a full plate, and you know, if you think about you know the toll it'll take on him too, if you and him have another child together, he's gonna have to split his attention from his children now to the children that you share. And it's just going to be all crazy. You don't want any favoritism or anything like that. So, again, he needs to learn how to control himself first. And then once he does, then he's going to be such a good father. He'll be so much better once he masters himself. I feel that. Right. It's going to be really hard for him, though. And you totally got to help him teach. You got to help him to do that. Right. And he said the only reason he's up there is for the kid's sake. And... I'm telling you now, that situation does not last. Staying with someone just because you have a child or children together because, you know, I have a child here, and me and her father did not get along, and the police were involved the same way Mm -hmm. with them up there. And the sooner that they realize it, the less time that they're wasting. You know what I mean? The best thing I could have done was get away from my daughter's father. Right. And I did that when she was a newborn. So... Mm -hmm. It's just, it does take a, an interesting profile, but, you know, at that stage of infancy, you know, and being born, that is so much better than, you know, when they're like 12 and 7 and 4 and, you know, because they Right, because right now his kids are 4 and 8, they're fighting all the time, the police are up there. She's pulling me over saying he's calling her a loser. Oh, he's telling her that she's in the way. And that's he's not a good telling her either. she's and overweight. I mean, so if she's children. Right. So if she's telling me this that he's doing this to her, why does she put up with it? Because when he comes here, he does not do that, those things to me. Hmm. So, you know what, it's, it's it's a toxic relationship for both of them because then she'll turn around and tell me he's a deadbeat father, he's no good, he's a loser, he's doing this. He... 
So both of them hate each other. Mm-hmm. And sure is. And there's, there's still a mutual thing between them. I totally feel that. But they need to, you're away from each other. You know, they need to get out and do less escape. I feel like, I don't know, once you leave, that woman is not going to talk to you. I keep feeling that. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, months and months and months down the road, and they're going to end up talking again. Something, I don't even know, something's like going to spark again. I keep feeling that. Just because they're like, they're interconnected in a deep way. Just kind of like messed up and really weird. Something that mm-hmm. I nor you would understand. And mm-hmm. I just, uh, uh, I don't know, it just feels like it's annoying. You know what I mean? Like that's what it feels like. It's just annoying. And I think at that time, they'll be in a better space not to deal with that kind of energy. So ultimately, it is your choice. You could totally, you know, end up bringing him back. But I think maybe just uh, when he does come to stay with you, I don't want to get cut off. The blog talking radio is going to cut us off any second now. Okay. And it's going to cut off my airtime. So if you want, I think I'll be back on tomorrow. Uh, if you want, just come check out the show and I'll be back here. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Right. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Hope everything Bye-bye. works out. I'm sure I'll talk with you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, well, if anybody can hear, I don't know what's going on. Your episode has ended. It says it ended. And it's still on the air. Let's see. Dun, dun. All right. Ah, oh, new feature. I like it. Okay, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. All right, bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.